is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and sadly, unfortunately... Is it sad? We are is not joined. Yeah, well, you know. I mean, maybe it's a little sad. When, I mean, when, I wouldn't say it's super sad. When we see those numbers come back in, it's going to be a little That's sad. True. When they When they realize that Chris Tucker is not on this show today, we are we are here on a rare midweek podcast, Benjamin. Uh, I think the last two out of three has been us, though. Just you and me. Probably, yeah. Maybe that's why our numbers suck lately. Dedi- it's, you know, it's, it's a little thing called dedication. I'm dedicated to my craft. You are. Yeah. I, you know, I came in here because I had stuff to do, and I got here a little after you, sitting there working on your laptop. I could see you, you know, wheels turning inside behind those eyes. Oh yeah. Oh the, yeah. The mouse is, you know, on the wheel turning. You know, just just trying to get the gears going. Yeah, I can if see I can, that. if I can mix all the metaphors, that's possible. <laughs> but no, yeah. So we are not joined by Chris tonight because um, it is a special midweek recording of a show. Uh, but I am joined by the best producer in the world. Benjamin, Benjamin, how are you well, doing, hey, man? Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You know, man. It, feels, it feels good. Well, it's I wanted I wanted to build you up a little bit since since I, on I Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I, I thank you for the three or four people that did well checks on me. I do appreciate it. I am okay. Everything is good. Everything's solid. It was a great game last night. It was. I was there with my brother. We had a good time with hanging out with Lars. Oh, so you actually? Uh, no, but you said you sat in the 132, right? Yeah, but we went ahead of time and hung out on the tailgate. Okay. And um. My brother and Matt, just they, they hit it off. Not not Matt, Small and Matt, Amy's Matt. Okay. And uh, dude, they were like peas in the pod, man. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I, finally, I'm like, hey, dude, we got to go, man. <laughs> like, we got to get in there. Get his number. You guys can text each other you I, know, later today. I know. That was pretty much, uh, yeah. So, hey, Amy, send me Matt's number. I'll give it to my brother so they can, they can chat. Well, that's yeah, cool, man. Even Amy was like, she was kind of rolling her eyes like, dang, you know. Not another one. Yeah. <laughs> She's lost her man to another another man. <laughs> yes. That's the yes. Well, ask my wife, man. That happens all the time, dude. You know, when we go to we go to the tail, tailgates, and uh, sometimes she becomes like a shadow. Yes, yeah, she becomes the galaxy and I, and I widow. Forget. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> I forget. I forget about her sometimes, and I'm like, dude, interact with people, man. You know, you know, yeah. you know enough people to, to, that if I left you with like someone talking, and be like, oh, you, you'll you'll find me. And she'd be fine. Yeah. Your wife is a very personable person, so when she wants to be. Yeah, when she wants to be. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's gonna listen to this. She's gonna be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, no, it was cool. I, I you know, I, hung, I got to see a bunch of people at the tailgate that I hadn't seen in a while. So yeah, yeah man, um, it sucks those midweek those midweek games, man. It's I, I work like a mid shift, so I don't get off work till seven thirty eight, and I wasn't gonna try to go there. I I could have got there in the better second half, the, or the better uh, part of the game, in the second half. But you know, eh. yeah, no, it was funny. We sat we sat down and um, we were sitting in one thirty two, like three rows up in the field. I was telling Ed before we went on that um. I got these tickets on the secondary market day of, and they were dirt cheap. But we get in, and it was maybe like 10 minutes before the game. And my brother goes, damn, it looks like a Dallas home game. Because it was like no one in the stands. Yeah, I mean, it's it's those midweek games. And I think they, I think they, they said like it's, it was uh, 18,000 that went to the game. I'm like, ah, oh, that wasn't. That's not nah, definitely not 18,000. It, it looked like it filled but out. It, it ended up filling up all right. It yeah. Did, it, it filled up all right. And, um, and we were on the 132, which is the side, you know, that has – the more people sit on than the than the other side. The prawn eater section was still pretty empty, but 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad for for a Wednesday night. It's seven thirty. No, no, and then uh, we want to give a shout out to uh, Mark Parker and um, sorry, let me get the other name. Uh, Jose, who sent in tickets. Um, yeah, we didn't get them in time. Yeah, to pass them on, but well, hey. I think I think uh, I think uh, Chris sent off those uh, tickets that Parker sent in. To oh, did he? All right, cool. Yeah. I think he said he was going to go, but then his daughter didn't want to end up going. I'm like, oh, she, she's uh, she's getting that age where she's uh, you're too you're not cool for her anymore, and he's like, she's getting there. Yeah, but I guess they spent the whole day together, so like. So by that time, he's like, she's like, no, I'm not yeah. going. She's like, I'm, I'm, I just want to go home and read a book or something. I'm like, yeah, all right. I can see that. I mean, there are times I'd rather read a book than hang out with Tucker. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, what's the last book you read? Damn. It's oh, called, are you reading a, uh, I, I'm, reading a book? I'm currently reading a really cool book by I, I um I try and like being in school when I'm not reading a book for school I like I try and keep reading because otherwise I'm, I'm not a fantastic reader like my my reading speed will slow down if I if I stop reading okay so I'm just reading something that um it's just like brain candy stuff it's from an author named Mike Gale he's a British guy he's one of my favorite authors um it's called the man I think I know and it's just it's kind of a cool book. It sounds like a self-help shit. No, I know it kind of does sound like self-help. But the he, man he, I want to be. Yeah, no, he, he's a comedy writer, so he, okay, he, yeah. So it's, it's it's got his decent parts, but it's all it's like kind of British dry humor, a lot of stuff, you know. So, I like it. So I can I can get into that. Yeah, it's a cool book. I like it. Yeah, I find my problem because I I try to read like a chapter before I go to bed. And so um, right now I'm I'm I bought like the book set of the Game of Thrones, so I'm like working through working through that right now. Nice. See, I couldn't do that. I couldn't like, like I don't know. I, I I can't read like the fantasy stuff like that. I love fantasy, man. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, I'm like I I like stuff like um, oh, what the hell's his name? Fucking Hornby. The, the he's another British guy. He wrote High Fidelity and some of the other stuff. I you like just like British people, man. You... Apparently, it's it's the Canadian name that's got like the Commonwealth. You know. You so. just trying to you know keep supporting the queen. Exactly. Hey, somebody's got to you know. Oh yeah, because she's she's so poor. She is. Yeah. Dude, she she may you know she could have to move into a house that's only got like you know eighty rooms. Uh, uh, I mean, instead of one hundred and twenty. That's that's that'd be shameful. That'd that, be just that would shameful. be. I, I couldn't even imagine that. But yeah, I think one of my favorite um, series is uh, Stephen King's, um, The Gunsinger. Have, have you ever read that one? No, I've never read that. I read um, it's like, some Stephen King stuff when I was younger, but like his older stuff. It's like Western fantasy. So it's like um, <laughs> Western mixed in with like- uh, That sounds like a bad Will Smith movie. Dude, it's it's so it's so good. It's so good. I'd, I highly recommend it. They'd probably bastardize it if they made it into a movie. Oh, they did. Oh, and they did? it was terrible. Yeah. 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 They tend to bastardize all, like, all his stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, even he hates, hates like, like the one he, thing, the, the one bet. movie that was good, and he hates it. Yeah. Oh. The, the Shining. Yeah. The Shining. Yeah. And he absolutely hates that movie. Yeah, that's a f- fantastic. It's the only one that's fantastic. Yeah. It's the only good one. Well, I mean, the, did yeah. you watch the new It? No, I didn't see the new It. It's pretty good. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The second one's coming out pretty soon. I fucked that. I'm, I'm not gonna go see that shit, man. No, you don't like clowns or what? Yeah, exactly. I ended up having like nightmares for like three weeks. Uh, George, if you're listening, please draw Ben as a clown. <laughs> I think that might be the image this week. That would be. I met George. I met George yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling so me that was cool. Shout out to George, yeah. our illustrator. Shout out to him. Um, I met Jer Bear. Oh, Jer Bear. Oh yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> so, he introduces he introduces himself. He goes, "Hey, I'm Jer Bear." You know. He goes, "Hey, you're producer Ben." Right? I go, "Yeah." He goes, hey, I'm Jer Bear. He goes, you know, ah, oh, Jer Bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just like that's like his new, you know, know surname. Like, exactly. He like he needs a car. that says like, ah, oh, Jer Bear. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot, yeah. 
not at all what you expect when you meet Jerry Bear. Very handsome guy. He is a very handsome guy. Not yeah. what you would expect. Like when I thought, I'm not saying guy, I'm definitely not saying I have a man crush on him. No, not at all. What are you no, about? I'm, no, not at all. I'm 100% hetero, dude. Whatever. I know. I know. I see the way you you know you kind of like do the quick. Oh yeah. Up and down look. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. But no, he's yeah he's not what you expect when you think of somebody who won the FIFA league. So <laughs> I think you know you think of like a gamer guy who's gonna win this. No. You see, most of those gamer guys are like the ones who are winning championships are not are like not in shape. They're like, they're surpri- how would I say they're 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 surprisingly not out of shape. They're skinny fat. Like yeah. they're they're skinny like <laughs> in parts of their yes. But then like, have, no, like skinny fat is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're soft. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not Jerry Bear though. No, Jerry Bear. I was like, yeah, I was surprised. Like Adonis, like yeah, I almost hugged him, but you know, I you know I wouldn't have done it. This would have been kind of like hey, like a bro 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 hug. Yeah. Nah, that wouldn't have been weird. Not, <laughs> Not weird at all. At all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he yeah. went out, man. Yeah, it was, you, a good, it was a good time. Was that a good time? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, everything was great. Yeah. He he goes, so are we going to go hang out with Lars? I go, yeah, we'll go hang out. You know, maybe we'll have a beer. He's like, all right, you know, all right, we'll go have a beer. And, you know, he was having a good night. So we go over there and, like, someone puts beer in his hand. You know, he drinks. Someone puts another beer in his hand. I was like, he couldn't. The Lars way, man. Yeah. So, yeah, Lars takes care of him. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. That's good, man. Good to hear, dude. Good to hear. All right, man. You wanna play that Lars jingle? Sure. Lars news. This is Lars news. It's not real news. This is just Lars news about stuff and things we want to talk about. Lars news. This is Lars news. All right. Uh, so if you did listen to Tuesday's episode. Uh, we did have a couple of things that we wanted to discuss about Lars News. Uh, so this Saturday is going to be Lars, excuse me, Lars' second annual Luau tailgate. Uh, the Lars Ohana is holding its second annual Luau tailgate on Saturday, August 17th at 3.30 p.m. Lars is bringing the Hawaiian barbecue and we'll have brews straight from the Big Island from our friends at Kona Brewing Company. Put on your best island wear so you'll be sure to get laid. Uh, you know, dad jokes. Yeah, dad jokes. Hey, what t- what time does it start? Does it say? 3.30. 3.30. Yeah, 3.30 p.m. Saturday. What's the game time? Uh, The game time is 7. Damn. It's going to be a lot of drunk fuckers. Yeah, that's more fun, man. The is more it? drunk that Lars is, the, the more lively. Yes. I will agree with that. There you go. Um, Put on your best island wear so you'll be sure to get laid. As always, Lars tailgates are free and open to all G's fans. Excuse me. Uh, get your tickets on LRSquad.org or you can go to, you know, LRSquad.com. You all right today, man? No, man. I, <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't have had that Coke right now. Um, but you can buy tickets on LRSquad.org or go to the Galaxy site and, you know, buy them from buy the Lars tickets. Or just put it put it on the Lars site, on Lars Twitter, man. Someone will hook you up. Yeah, there you go, man. Um, also, this weekend is going to be your last chance to enter for the LAFC away tickets. Um, so do you want a ticket to watch the G's take on Chivas 2.0 away on August 25th? Are you a 138 SE member? If you answered yes to both of these questions, you're eligible, you're eligible to enter the Chivas away ticket lottery. Uh, to enter, sign in with your 138 SE membership and join the Chivas away lottery. Large syndicate members also uh, who are in 137-138 uh, also get an extra lottery entry. All winners will be chosen at random. The last day to enter will be this Sunday, August 18th. Uh, winners will be notified on Tuesday, August 20th. Tickets are will call only, no exceptions. And they also note that no camo is required. 
Um, this is all found in the Lars newsletter. So if you have if you have signed up for the uh, on the LARSY.org newsletter, uh, check your email, check your spam folders. All the information is in there as well. Are you getting in that lotto? Uh, I haven't bought 138 AC package yet. I'm broke, really? man. You want to put it on, put it on the the? Okay, I'll I'll get I'll get you a Lars. I'll get you a 138 SC membership. Oh uh, yeah, you can write it off as business suspension. How awesome would it be if that was the membership that like that one three hundred? Yeah, uh, that's what I kind of like, wanted to wait for. Yeah, if you if you're the membership that gets you punched in the nuts. I kind of wanted to wait till till it was two ninety eight, and so that I'd buy myself and my wife a, a 138 SC package. So I wonder, where, where, be... where are we at? I wonder. I don't know. We haven't we haven't got update in a while. Yeah, I don't I don't so. think it's I don't think it's it's getting close. I don't think it's close at all. I don't think it's close at all. I think it's I wonder if it's even half that. Yeah, it was half. It was it was over half for sure. Nice. Yeah. Well, if you're you could still get it, but I think it plateaued. Yeah. Well, I think they they probably hit most of the people that were going to buy it. Yeah, yeah. So now they just get a few stragglers. But you, where how do they get it? You can go to LARYSquad.org. Uh There is an image of uh, Uncle Sam. Click that image. Go ahead and uh, get your 138 AC package. How much is it? It's not that expensive, right? No, I don't think it's that expensive. How much has it been? I think it's like 25 bucks. It is 25. Um, and that you know goes to helping out the pregame. If you've ever been to pregames and have enjoyed Tifos. free beer or free food or anything like that, um, that goes to that. If you've enjoyed any of the Tifos, the displays, that's where it goes. Uh, it also helps out when they, when Lars does any of like their uh, philanthropic boom. Uh, if, if any of the philanthropic events that they're holding, Bravo. you know, it helps. It helps out there too. So you're being, you're, you're helping out Lars, uh, further support the galaxy and other things that are non-galaxy related, like you know. Plus, we need to get to 300 so Ed gets punched in the nuts. That's the most important part, right? That is. And people, people are forgetting about that. You know. Yeah, you know, it's nice to help kids who you, are in need. But you think we can get old Special Olympics, now? yeah. No. I mean, no, no, no. To do it, punch with, him in the nuts. That's important. without, without the costume. Um, that might be something, you know. But I mean, it's not, it's I mean, fun, it, it, well, it could be a big reveal, like you know, hey, you know, here he is, you know. Yeah, see, that's not as fun though. Kind of like when Kiss came. Well, you, shit, you obviously don't remember that when Kiss the first time they came out unmasked, it was like a big deal because they're ugly as shit. I know, but it was like you know, you had this big giant rock band that was like no one knew who they were, you know, and then all of a sudden they're like they take the makeup off, and here they are. So it could be the same thing with Cosmo. This guy was like. The best MLS mascot of all time, and now here he is. The best there was, the best there ever will be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. R.I.P. Cosmo number one. I yep. mean, he's not dead, but <laughs> you know. I know you wish the, the him soul dead. of Cosmo is. Yeah. Is, if you keep wishing him dead, he will come and kick you in the nuts. The soul so. of Cosmo is is definitely is gone. Yes. It was sad when we went to that G two game uh, before Chris's wedding, and they're all, they're all calling Cosmo over, and I'm like, that's not it's, it's, it's not him, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry to him. Uh, but yeah, you can find all that information on LARSquad.org. Also, like I said, check your emails because uh, the mailing, if you've signed up for the mailing list, uh, they, they sent out an email with all the information about the tailgates happening and also for the Chivas Away lottery ticket giveaway in the process. So go check that out. And if you haven't signed up for 130 AC, go do that because you're helping out uh, not only Lars, but you know, all you guys. It's free. It's, you know, it goes back to Lars. It goes back to helping people, so go do that. You're doing good work when you sign up, so go exactly. sign up. And then you can also check out our website. You can go to riotsquadcast.com where we have all of our social medias where you can go check that out. Uh, we have a tab for you can listen to the shows on there. 
We have a t-shirt up there for 25 bucks. We got a slice of bacon up there. We have slices of bacon up there where our, our good friend Jamie Bacon uh, posts up uh, usually every week. I mean, sometimes she gets busy. You know, it's free. We don't pay her. So if she doesn't get to it, you know, that sucks, but it happens. But you can go read those that are up there. Uh, we also have, uh, what else do we have on there, Ben? We have the prediction game, Big Tony's prediction game, which is another thing that's, you know, people forget about that. People were all gung-ho about the prediction game, prediction game, and then people, you know, maybe they don't get as many points as they want. They're not playing as often. Go play the prediction game. It's it's still anyone's I mean, it's still anyone's to get. Exactly. I mean, the, the leaders have, what, like 17 points, 17 or 18 points. I think 18. Yeah, that's like, that's ridiculous. I think even that's Gilbert. I think even poor. Gilbert has like eleven points. Damn. I mean, I love you, Gilbert. Do you? I do. I love that guy. I like him a lot. Ish. He's a sweetheart. Actually, I just like him. He's a sweetheart. Actually, he's okay. You went from like ish to <laughs> like him, and then to he's alright. Yeah, he's alright. <laughs> yeah, that's just a, a range of emotions right there, man. I had to think about it for a second. Then I'm like, oh yeah, it's Gilbert. You yeah. Know. Uh, but if you want to help us out as well on our end, uh, we do have a Patreon. If you want to go to Patreon.com/slash Riot Squadcast. Uh, if you sign up there, we have uh, two levels still available. Uh, the $5 level, which gets you access to all of our extra content that we put up there. Uh, it also, you know, we, we do extra stuff for, for our Patreon yeah. and supporters. That, that, that's the one we really want to push right now. We're really trying to push the $5 level. We have some pretty cool stuff planned for the off season, And hopefully next year and the $5 level is really the ones that are going to get us there. And if you think about it, that's like a dollar an episode. Maybe a little, maybe like a dollar twenty-five an episode. Yeah, I mean it's like one Starbucks. You you yeah. don't get that that month. Yeah, and if you if you like the show and want to see us do more, because we're we're talking about doing some some live broadcasts at the stadium. Yeah, we want to do some uh, some uh, live events. Like we want to do some live broadcasts. Like maybe um, we do away games. We do a live uh, podcast. Or that'd be cool. Yeah, we want to do. You know, we want to have the art show we're talking about and things like that. Just stuff that it's not free. I mean, unfortunately, you know, all the stuff we do isn't free and most of the time the, the patreon helps but a lot of times it's coming out of our pockets so if we can bump the patreon subscribers up you know we'll be able to do a lot more this so. and definitely and uh so if you guys want to go to that you can go to patreon.com slash right squadcast right squadcast yeah you better get that one i right. know i gotta get that right <laughs> all right benjamin let's talk to the dallas game it was it was it was all right it's it not good. bad right nice yeah. bounce back yeah it was a nice bounce back i mean it was a little um was it had its moments, you know. I mean, it wasn't overly scary for the most part. I think Dallas had one good scoring opportunity. I don't know. Did you get a chance to see the game? Ed? I did. I did. I did. Um, so I didn't get home until like the last ten minutes of the game, but but fortunately, I was able to go back and watch the whole game. Um, that first half was rough. It was a little rough, uh, but I think the Galaxy definitely built uh, momentum into the game. I mean, it was it was a. It wasn't as as dominant as the game against DC. I think they did um, they get they get, did give away pressure a little bit more than they did against uh, DC. Dallas has some has some good players though, man. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Mosqueda. That dude was 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 pretty dangerous all night against us. Um, and Barrios, that dude just doesn't stop running. No, that dude that dude has an engine on him for real. Yeah, and that dude, it's not like and this is the thing. We were sitting three rows up in the field. You see, that dude's thick. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, that dude just for a thick little guy like that, he just runs. Well, it's it's you know, and it's low center of gravity, so you know, it's hard to knock him off the ball too. Yeah, but yeah. But, that, but, so I mean, going into that game, let's talk about that lineup first, because going right. into that game, it's definitely uh, GBS. Uh, you know, doing a little rotation because we do have a shit ton of games this this, this month. Yeah, we got a shit ton. Well, of this games this, this game month. and September, it's just it's just 
Packing, yeah, packing the a bunch whole of games. condensed schedule thing is kind of it's kind of fucked. But honestly, it's nothing that any successful European team doesn't have to deal with. Yeah, you know? I mean, but this is the thing is it's because they're playing in like three different competitions, and not like bullshit money yeah. grab ones like the League's Cup. Hey, come on, man! That could be <laughs> that could be our glory this year. <laughs> Don't go shitting on the League's Cup. I, yet. I mean, I guess so. <laughs> you saw you saw one team win a weird trophy between Mexican and American teams. Hey, man, and that's the only thing they got, man. They hold that sucker up, I'm sure. Oh, they were so happy, too. Yeah. The, the Campeones Cup or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. No, that, that that's... That, that's. Did you watch the game? that game? No, no, no. I don't saw Not to get off the Galaxy real quick, but that was a cool... That, that was a good game. I heard, like, but both teams came out... They did. Both teams came out with first-team lineups. It, it was it was a fun game to watch. It was 3-2. It was cool, and I was. Just... And then uh, Joseph missed uh, one of his hopping pit penalties. Yeah, that's just so dumb. It's so it's so dumb. It is. It might be the worst like run up to a penalty I've ever seen. It's the absolute worst run up to a penalty. It's even dumber than like the Fred Flintstone like. <laughs> I like the Fred Flintstone one. Do you like the ones where they do where they're yeah, like tiptoe? Yeah, where they, yeah, they kind of uh, tiptoe and yeah. that's so dumb. <clears throat> Dude, you got to make the goalie make the first move, man. Yeah, but it's a little more difficult now where like they have to stay on the line, like the the. They're gonna. No, that's it the back. one thing where the VAR kind of fucked up. Yeah, but, and uh, you're never gonna see a Panenka again. Anyways, um, so the lineup: you have Shelvick back in the lineup as your left back. You have Polenta and Stairs uh, partnering in the center center backs. Then you have Felcher as your right back. Your midfield consists of Pavone. You have Jonathan Dos Santos and Sebastian Legette as your two center defensive midfielders. Then you have Araujo as your right back slash right wing, your wing back. Yeah, he was listed in the midfield in the opening line. Yeah. And then you have uh, Efrain as your guy underneath Zlatan. So a little bit of... Uh, a little bit of Which was interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, you're going with, with two... Or I guess he was 18 now because he just had a birthday. Uh, 18-year-old Julian Araujo and... 17-year-old Efrain Alvarez as two of your most attacking players or as as your and, forward. And, oh, it's like weird. It, it's so it weird. didn't work. It didn't work either. I mean, you could see, I mean, the Galaxy started the game strong, but you could see it was probably about 20 minutes in when Dallas kind of finally realized um, exactly how to play Araujo and Alvarez, and then they went long stretches without even touching the ball. Yeah. And Araujo, he, I like the guy. He's, he, he's, it's a good kid, but he is still young, and with being young, he's going to have ups and downs. And I, I think it was kind of a down game for him. Oh yeah, I think I think definitely um, Araujo and and Efrain had games to forget for sure. Uh, this is probably one of the first games that we saw Julian just played out of the game, not really not really getting involved at all. Uh, and Efra just he didn't. There wasn't enough movement off the ball from him, you know. And I mean, I guess it was that way for a lot of the team. Um, but off the ball, you, you see once, once he moved it and it was almost always to Zlatan or, um, or you're trying to get it out to Pavone almost always. In fact, I would love to see a stat on Efra's passes to see how many were to those two guys. But, um, once he did that, it was like he would stand there and almost ball watch his own pass. So yeah. there, there wasn't enough movement off the ball from him. Yeah. It's, it's a little concerning, right? I mean, he is still young. He is still young, but and, and he'll get it, you know. And the more he plays with guys like Pavone and with Alvarez, and, and I mean, for the rest of the year with Slaton, I mean, he'll get it. I mean, he's young, you know, and it's going to take him a little while to develop. 
Yeah, and it's in, it's in a position that you know he really hasn't played with the first team. Yeah, and he's not going to get a lot of minutes. That's the other thing is like being young he, with, with the Galaxy is not like being young with Salt Lake or being young with Dallas, where you're going to get time. Where like if 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 Fryan is a Dallas Academy product, he's been playing for like three years starting. You know. Oh yeah, and he's playing week in week out. Yeah, exactly. But that's just not the case with the Galaxy, and that's I mean. It's with any academy kid, and it's something all the academy kids, I'm sure, realize that you know what the Galaxy, being the premier team in Major League Soccer, are always going to have big stars. So if you want to get that playing time, you have to step to that next level. Otherwise, you're not going to get any time. And, and then it, you have to, you have to, you have to continue, get, to, and you have to continue to grow. Yeah, the minute exactly. you get, you have to show something. Yeah. So. Um, and it's I'm not you know this is not a time to to think that Efron's lost it or he doesn't have no, it. He's it's just he's kid. 17, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a damn kid. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah, those guys had had nights to forget for sure. Uh, that first half again, not the not the best of first halves. They they started strong, but yeah, about the twenty minute mark, all the way through till the second half or until halftime, they they rarely touched the ball. I mean, I think there was probably a good five minute stretch where I'm not sure if <laughs> if they had more than two or three touches in a row. And once again, it was um, you know, they take it out to the wing, cross it into Zlatan, and there was a a good stretch where coming down the right side, Araujo just he couldn't get the ball past the first defender, or he would try and beat someone on the ground on the dribble, and he'd just get the ball taken away. I mean, you got to give credit to Dallas's back line; they they played well the first half. I mean, they had a game plan to force the Galaxy out and to send it in, and they had like two or three guys on Zlatan the entire time. Acosta, their holding midfielder, I'm not sure he even got past midfield for the first, <laughs> you know. For the first twenty minutes of the game, he was just—he was pretty much. They were playing almost five in the back with him. Well, I mean, that's the thing that, that teams have learned to to play against the Galaxy a little bit is to just make sure you're guarding Zlatan with two or three guys because that's the only person who scores the goals, as you see, as you saw on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and then to counterattack because that's pretty much the way you're you're gonna score against the Galaxy. Yeah, especially with their slow ass defense. Yeah. Those things we we don't have any speed on defense. No, and then you see you see them them they have like these weird moments of just lapsing and just like where you saw the the first half where um they the they almost scored, the Dallas almost scored off that you know what was it um was it a corner? I don't know if it was a corner. All I remember is the bar coming out, the ball coming off the bar. Yeah, so the, it's it's a, it's a ball that's hit in the, into the box. Um, it's like headed down. Back into the to the middle, like the six where like the, the penalty spot is, and it's like three Dallas guys just all by themselves, wide yeah. open. Yeah, I didn't get to rewatch the game, so I don't, I'm not sure. I see it. But from where I was in, it looked like the shot came from outside the box. But no, that was inside the box. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was inside the box. It was about right where the penalty spot is, and luckily, like I think I think that Bingham came off actually, the bar hard, man. And I think actually Bingham got he might have gotten a finger to that. Oh, really? I think yeah. so. It looked like he like pushed or at least just like. Had his hands up, where he just didn't know what he just was trying to do. Kind something. of a reaction, exactly. <laughs> and then I think it just bounces off the the right side of the bar and just comes back out. And luckily for us, it gets yeah, cleared. no, like yeah, one inch more, and that thing's bouncing in. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you have that scare, uh, but you go into the second half, nothing, and then zero zero. At the beginning of the second half, you see Dallas came out. And they did kind of the same thing. They they put a they played eleven men behind the ball at some points in the second half. I was, yeah. It just blew my mind. No, like, I mean, who still does that? Well, you saw you saw DC do it, and well, that's that, that's freaking what's his name, 
That's Benny Ball right there, man. Yeah, I mean, you, Olsen. You, you you saw them. Uh, well, I mean, it, I think Dallas was a lot more of a more competition than DC was. I mean, DC just sat back and countered, and they got lucky on literally like two of the three chances they had. Uh, but with Dallas, I mean, they outshot us. Uh, they only had one shot on target, though. Yeah. So I think that's that's the thing is that our defense held up pretty well, and they they weren't super dangerous. That no. was the other thing is that you, is that outside of the twenty or so minutes late in the first half, you didn't feel like, hey, they're gonna get anything. Especially like it, I can't remember a single point in the second half where I'm like, where I thought they were gonna score. I mean, after we went up two, I'm kind of like, fuck, maybe they should just get one back or so, you know? Oh, that would have been great for me because I predicted yeah. two one with yeah, been with great. both lots on those. Well, you know, three points for you would be. That really doesn't mean anything to, uh, to most okay, of us. For sure. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so Dallas had 15 shots, only one on target, 19 off, or not, sorry, nine off target, and then five shots blocked. Yeah. And I, I think mean, a lot of that, too, is I like the pairing of Polenta and, and Stairs. Stairs definitely bounced back from those, those last two games that he had where he looked like 2017 Stairs. Yeah. Um, no, Steris had he had a strong game. He was the highest rated, highest rated defender. Yeah, yeah, he was highest rated, uh, and he had three blocks. I think out of those five, so he was working. He was working pretty hard that night, and he looked, he looked like he was back to to where we saw him in the, in the beginning of the season, like strong stairs. And maybe that has a lot to do with with him having more confidence in Palenta. I yeah, I think yeah, or not not even confidence, just more comfort with Palenta. You know. I mean, he he has he played. Well, they did play together the first like, half of the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and maybe this confidence, maybe it has to do with maybe it's trust issues or whatever with with Giancarlo. But also Giancarlo, that's his wrong side. You know, that's Polenta's natural side. Yeah. So both players are going to be way more comfortable with each other. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Stairs had a great game. Yeah, I, I, that. I think I think the back line had had one of the most solid performances they've had. Shelvick played a. He played a good game. He played. I will give him credit. He didn't look terrible. He played a good game. He had a good. You're assist. never gonna say he. he get, say good. Good. Look, we gave good. him. Both Chris and I gave him props in the beginning of the year where he had like one or two games that they actually looked like he was capable of, of playing that left back position. No, you just gotta stop him now. That's what. That, that, yeah, take him out. Yeah. Bring him. Bring this him back the, for the League's Cup game. This is the. This is what you send to Hammersby. Right yes. now, you know what I mean? Oh, you, you've seen on Twitter every time that... Uh, I think Chris has been doing this where um, he's trying to big up Shelvick and just like tag him every time. <laughs> and so now that he had like the assist, he ta- they, yeah. like, he's been tagging him in the videos and stuff. It's, it's been pretty funny. Yeah. So th- if you're a Galaxy fan, that's exactly what you need to do. Everybody just big up Shelvick. Yeah. And just tag Hammerby every time. Yep. And be like, hey, man, this is this'd be a great signing for you guys. Fantastic signing. Maybe everyone just create like a, a secondary account. Yeah. Like two or three burners. Yeah, all the burner yeah. accounts and just just start tagging them every everything. What's your burner account? Come on, what's your what's your burner Twitter Twitter handle? It's uh, at Riot Squadcast. <laughs> That's my burner. But I'm bum. That's nice. my burner account. Um, yeah, I thought the defense looked well. Uh, did did a good job. Shelvik, I I will admit, I th- he looked better than he has in the past. Uh, you're definitely a little worried when you see Shelvik and Felcher in the in the in the same lineup starting lineup. Yes. Um. But Felcher, he he played well as well. I mean, played- yeah, the back line. I I don't have any 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 anything bad to say about the back line. I thought they all played played well. Uh, Bingham again didn't really have much to do. But and Dallas had no answers. If you, no, it, 
don't know if you caught it on the on the broadcast or if they even mentioned it, but they switched Pomacall and Barrios like a couple of times, just going back and forth, switching sides, trying to get the matchups they wanted, and they they had no answers. There was nothing. No, and I I think also to to add to that to that uh that compliment the to com- the compliments of the defense. I think that midfield pairing of, of Sebastian Jet and and Gio or Joe Gio. Do I do that every time? Uh, Jonathan DeSantos. I'll forgive you. Hey, thank you. Because um, I'm not xenophobic, so I'll forgive you. <laughs> all right. Oh boy. Um, no, I thought that they had. I thought this was probably Legette's best game he's had all season. Yeah. He looked. He looks great, and he looked really good. Both him and Jonathan had. Uh, Jonathan had 94% passing accuracy. Legette had 96%. I and think, they both had over 75 passes. Yeah, they're they're putting him in a position to succeed in something that he's good at. You know, in a role of like of a box to box guy. You know, he's not that number ten, you know, central attacking that he was playing early on in the year. He just he's not capable of doing that. He's not capable of playing that position. You know, someone in that in that spot's gotta be a ten and ten guy, and that's not legit. In his best days, you know, may maybe Legette's, you know, gonna get you six. A fantastic year, maybe he gets you eight and six, you know? Yeah, I th- I think that definitely uh, if if he can play like this, I think. Uh, I mean, what's that say for Joey Beers, man? Yeah, I know, man. But honestly, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, you know, I would you rather bring on Corona over a Carrasco? Exactly, and I mean, t- what's that do to Kitchen? I mean, seriously, like this midfield is. Well, again, Kitchen's dealing with some sort of pelvic injury that, or he he that's what he was out for a little bit. Didn't he? He just he just played, he played against DC, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. they so he wasn't in the, even in the eighteen because he was suffering from like well, I'm sure he was pelvic issues probably, again. Probably resting. <laughs> well, I mean that's what they said. You know, I mean, hey, it's it's just rough on your pelvis to fly back from DC, you know, to and from DC like that. Yeah, what's what's with this pelvis thing? Like hey, that's man. what Legette was out with. That's what Kitchen was out with before he came back. Now he's still kind of suffering with it. I don't know, man. I think I saw someone. Maybe it's like a, a translation issue. <laughs> with like the with like the RGs, maybe the, the, instead of like a groin issue, they they call it a pelvis. <laughs> that that would make sense. That's way too logical, though. There could be way better explanations that you could have just like made up that would have been better. Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Aliens in their pelvis. Amen. Could happen. Maybe maybe aliens have weak pelvises, and so they need to come to to the Earthlings and be like, "Hey, man, they got they got strong hip bones." No, I don't think so. No. No, but what do you think of this? Birthing rotation? hips. What do, what do, birthing hips I like. Birthing hips, see, that's all you got to say. You should have led with birthing <laughs> hips way better than aliens. Uh, but no, uh, Legette had 96% passing accuracy. He was uh, rated eight, man. He, he's the highest rated player. He had 50 passes, 48 accurate. Uh, Jonathan had 94% passing accuracy with 68 total passes, completing 64 of those. So it's, it's a midfield who, I mean... Over yeah. over ninety ninety percent of both your your center center midfielders, I mean that's yeah. that's amazing. And I just misspoke. Zlatan was the highest rated player, but outside of Zlatan, Lejet was the next highest rated. I mean player. you can't you can't give Zlatan of course going to have the highest. Yeah, when he with scores the two, two goals. goals. I was so hoping he'd let Pavone take that penalty, man. I'm I'm kind of surprised he didn't. I'm not. All the shit he's been talking about lately. Although he has talked, he did talk up Pavone. He really talked to Pavone yeah. after this game. I was listening to um, United States of Soccer with Jason Davis, and he. Played some sound from Zlatan after the game where he said the, just talking shit about the league, basically, you know. Well, now he's being a little more subtle. Like, he's not he's not talking directly at the league. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more like, so he, like he said with Pablo, he's like. It's subtle, but it's still, <laughs> it's still pretty right there. It's like, it's like crazy passive aggressive. Yes, exactly. 
He, he's like, yes. yeah, Pavone. He's he's not long for this league. He's he's gonna be. He's he won't no. be here for long. No, it's like Zlatan and MLS are married. The way they're pra- he's passive aggressive. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, oh yeah. You know, talking about MLS as as you know his partner is like, oh yeah, she. Always leaving her dirty dishes in the in the, in the sink, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. But it's okay. But it's I don't mind. I don't mind. <sighs> I don't mind doing her dishes. I have a Ferrari sponge. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> For, she always leaves the 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 pot with the grease in, yes. in the in the sink, but it's okay. I'll I'll get to it. Exactly. I like turning off the lights. You know, when she leaves the room. Oh, it's that's fine. a total dad thing, right? Yeah, it's a total yeah. Oh, like that's because I know in, in my it's, household, my my mother in law, she's like, if you leave the room for two seconds and the lights on, she's like, why is the light on? But she's an old Hispanic woman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm surprised she doesn't like unplug everything. Oh, I'd be I'd be going fucking crazy. You don't, you don't have like those plastic runners on the floor, do you? No, like, no, no. Where no. you're not allowed to like step off like <laughs> no. the walkway. No, this isn't 1995 anymore, man. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Old Hispanic women doesn't matter if it's 1995 or not; they don't change. Well, they don't, and they don't throw anything away. Although fideo, man, that's one good thing, man. If you get some good fideo, oh, oh they like to they like to make hot soups on like days where it's like ninety five degrees out. That's okay though. You save it for later, man. Uh, it's the it's I don't get I'll, it. I don't. I don't know. Next time she does, I'll just bring me some. Like my mom, my mom, she's she's actually she's my mom's white. Yeah. And but she's grown up with people from like Guadalajara. Like that was my, um, her stepdad, her stepdad, my grandma remarried, and her all the family's from Guadalajara, and. So she's like totally Mexican, dude. Like she speaks better Spanish than anyone I, I know. But she's also been working like trucking industry for twenty years, so Yeah, see I, I yeah, that does it. Uh, but she she's like every time she's like making a caldo or something and it's like ninety seven degrees outside, I'm like, dude, come on, man. Yeah, but if it's Sunday they gotta make soup. It's just what you do on Sunday. <sighs> I guess so. Anyways, uh back to the game, back to the game. Let's talk about the goals then. Because uh, you had Pavone who technically Let's talk about the first goal first. I'm going to, you know, I said Pavone would have both the assists on Zlatan's goal. Technically, I was correct. Were you? Because Pavone got an MLS assist. Did he get an MLS assist? He passed it to Shelvick. Did he get the hockey assist? I mean, he that if, if MLS no, is still no, doing. No, 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 no. Let's see if he got the hockey assist. Let me see. If MLS is still doing the secondary assist. Which they do. Then he he's the one who made the pass to yeah, Shelvick. No, yeah, but. Has to be considered a key pass or a key part of the play. That was how he put Shelvick in the position to to make the that. The only assist listed here is for Shelvick. Is for Shelvick. That's bullshit. You know it. I know it. I'm just saying. Shelvick's not in that position. I'm just saying you. I'm just saying. Had not been Pavone who put him in that position. Hey, I don't make the rules. I just go by what's on the screen. And I didn't even get the score right anyway. So who cares? I'm just saying. I'm counting it as Pavone got both assists. <laughs> That's what's important. Though. That's what's important. That's what's important is your count. Because I believe I believe in me, Ben. <laughs> I believe in me. Yes, I could tell. But uh, Pavone, who I mean, again, he's in his two games. He's showing that he's definitely gonna be. He's a difference maker. Great. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a difference maker. And that's what Zoltan called him. He called him. He, yeah, know, he sees it. He sees, <laughs> he sees it. it. He's not long for this league. Yeah, yeah. No, you can absolutely see see just everything from from the way he just. It's sad as it sounds, just the way he takes the ball down, like the way he the way he receives a pass, way different than every everybody anybody else on the team. But you know what? What I like about Pavone is the effect he's had on Alvarez, on Favio, on Favio. Favio looks like a different person in his last couple of games. Really does. Yeah, I, I think I think he's um, he's made him more comfortable. 
and there was a play. There was a play where it was it was like a give and go. Pavone gave it to Fabio and then just made this run, and Fabio tried this like a pass ended up getting intercepted. But you could tell just like the way they looked at each other, like he gave um, Pavone gave him a thumbs up and a smile, and you just see that he was having fun playing. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think it's it's you know, the Arge- Argentinian connection, uh, but no, I, I I think it's definitely in the last two games you've seen Fabio like come come to like a person who thought you were you were gonna get from Fabio. Yes. Like the the passes that you know the one twos that he has with with. Pavone, and even you know they're they're that little triangle they're having with with them them three and with uh with with Zlatan, I mean it's 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 looking good, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I I never thought that Fabio was gonna come here and score a bunch of goals because it's not just he didn't do that when he was in Argentina. No. He was never a suit. He was never a great goal scorer. You know, he was much more of a of a place setter. So, I think you know he's another one you just got to give him time. He's gonna be fantastic, and I this connection that they have, especially. And it just makes me think of who they're going to bring in next year that's going to be able to play with these two guys, you know. And if you get somebody that can play with the same style and same pace, because I love Zlatan. The guy's normally pretty fantastic at finishing. But um, if he could just run just like the way he could wouldn't, like five years ago, man, that, that all would be amazing. Wouldn't you love to see Ola Kamara with Pavo and Alvarez? Yeah, I, I I actually I was telling my brother we were talking about that when we were driving home and he, he just like sl- reached over and slapped me. <laughs> I mean, because you saw Ola was that guy who was just yeah. constantly running and he'd he'd give you every time he'd, he'd make that run for you. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. But but does Kamar have eighteen goals if we still had him and didn't have Zlatan? Oh, probably not. I mean, yeah, I, nah. Yeah. So we'd we'd definitely he'd probably be like a ten and four guy. At this point, I think he'd finish with probably somewhere around 18 or so. So maybe yeah. he'd be like at 12 at this point. That would be nice, though. Yeah. But so um, I think I think really that turning point of the game was uh, Fabio coming in and yeah. Osana Tuna coming in. Like when when those guys came in, that's when... Yeah, and they came in like right after each other. Yeah, because they came on for both Araujo and and, uh, and Efrain. Yeah. And that's when you saw the game, the, the Galaxy come to life. Yeah, the game. Yeah, the speed just picked up. Yeah, every everything started moving quicker. Um, yeah, Navarro's looked good. Uh, Fabio looked good. Antuna came in, looked good. I mean, it's just a, it was a change that the Galaxy needed, and it's one that that paid off. So, is Antuna now like, is he is he basically when Alessandrini gets back? Is he a super sub, type of thing? Or well, I can't even call him a super sub. Is he just like that change of pace guy that we throw in at the end of the games to try and run past somebody. Man, that's the thing though is so say when when Alessandrini comes back um he'll have like what five games before the end of the season. He's probably not going to come back to it like around September. Yeah, they're saying that he he's 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 pretty close. Well, he's I know he's he's like started training. Um but I can't imagine he comes back. I can't imagine he's doing like contact training. There's got to be like doing non-contact yeah. training. Yeah. Um so I I'd imagine he's you know trying to get him back into fitness. Um, you seen him? He's like doing his Instagram videos and stuff where he's yeah. working out. So, um, if he comes back, say September is the earliest, he'll have four or five games. They're not going to put him in that as a starter. I mean, he'd probably be coming off the be coming off the bench. So maybe Alistair Genie would be your super sub for until the playoffs. That would be a super sub. Which I mean, yeah, right. That is a super sub. You know, I mean, yeah. But I mean, yeah. 
He's got to start before the playoffs. You know, he's got to like maybe start the last two games. Maybe he starts. Well, you got to give. You can't just throw him out there. You'd probably have to get him at least two, three games where he's sitting on the bench. So you think? I mean, why not? Why doesn't he play at least one game with G two to get that fitness? No back? fucking way. You want him to be hurt again? God, see, this is like like the one thing I like with baseball. You see it all the time. Like, pitcher will go through a rehab start in AAA. You know what I mean? Why can't it be the same in soccer? Yeah, I mean that's what the that's what you saw the G two was used for before. Yeah, I mean, that's what you would do, you know, if you were someplace overseas. You'd have them play a game with your reserve team, a game or two with your reserve team to get that match fitness. Because back, back in the day, you'd, you'd see that with, uh, I, you know, you saw that with, um, like, Junie went down and played with, with yeah. G2 for a little bit. Um, and then you saw guys like, um, uh, God, who, who was it? Um, he used to be the, the right back. God damn it. I can't. Anyways, we had players who would, who would come back from injury and would go play down with G2. Because, you know, they really couldn't get minutes with the first team, so that's what the G- talking about Garcia, our old right back? <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Whatever. I can't remember. It's late. It's late, Ben. <laughs> My brain is fried. I know. And we're actually, we are not, we are way behind, too. Are we? Yeah. If we, we said we only want to do about an hour today. Yeah. That is it. Um, and then- uh, on the board? <laughs> no, no. We really, so then you had Zlatan, who, scored, who scores the first goal with a nice pass from Pavone. Uh, into Shelvick. Shelvick passes, squares it off to uh, Zlatan, who does a nice... I mean, that is the one thing that we miss when Shelvick doesn't play left back, is that crossing. Because, I mean, he's he's better crossing than Polenta. Obviously better than Triori. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, but I Polenta, mean, Polenta's... We, just, we need a fucking left back. That's what we fucking need. Yeah, and Polenta's like, uh, he's sneakily good at getting up there in the attack. Yeah, but I mean, but putting in the, the, the crosses, he's... I mean, Shelvick is heads and shoulders above anybody else we have. But I don't think he's been put, put in a crosses. position that... I mean, that was... Out, that was off Pavone. Let's, let's give it to Pavone. He put Shelvick in a position she, yeah. where, I mean... But Shelvick... He sent a nice cross in, and and also the FC Dallas defender was like keeping everyone onside. So I know that I was know nice what the hell too. Was going on there, that was nice too. But I mean, you know, it's it's all around good play, good good um head good head on Shelvick for making sure he stayed onside. Uh, Pavone with that pass to get him in, and him squaring his Zlatan Zlatan opening his hip and just putting it in the corner. Yeah, easy, easy, easy opening goal. You could have scored that. You totally could have scored that. The way you open up the hips, dude, like that. Um, Easily hey man, put that in. These hips don't lie, dude. <laughs> Birthing hips. Birthing, Birthing hips. hips. Got him, baby. <laughs> uh, and then second goal, PK. Do you think? Do you think it was a penalty? Yeah, it absolutely was a penalty. Um, they took they take Pavone down in the box. Zlatan slots it away. Starts yapping at the the, the like nineteen year old FC Dallas goalkeeper. <laughs> is he nineteen? I thought he's like twenty one or twenty two now. He's like, is he? St- I thought he's still really young. Jesse Gonzalez. No, I think he, now I gotta look it up, but I think he's, I think he's older. Let's see, Jesse Gonzalez. We can't both look it up because that's just bad podcast. No, that's not definitely not podcast. Uh, he's twenty four. See, yeah, I thought he was younger than that. No, Still, dude, he's like, he's like John. This dude, that's just how Zlatan gets himself like hyped up, though, right? He just has yeah. to like go after somebody. Oh, why am I drawing a blank? Who the hell? Um. Yeah, the Dallas defense actually didn't do half bad key holding Zlatan. Um, what's his name? Well, you have, like, you have their center backs, like Matt Hedges, who was yeah, like Hedges. Uh, as he, tall as Zlatan is. Yeah, and he was just, he was bodying him, dude. And he was, yeah, it was a good, it was a good battle. Um, 
yeah, so I mean, all in all, good game, good performance from the Galaxy. Uh, we'll see how the, the rotation helps this Saturday against Seattle. Um, did you did you hear about the the little kerfuffle that happened at the end of the game? I didn't hear about it until you had mentioned something. So apparently there was I didn't some, even see it. There was some small uh, thing that happened with Jonathan and and uh, Bingham. I think Jonathan was pissed off that Bingham wasn't speaking Spanish. Is that what it is? Because everyone else on the team only understood Spanish. I mean, now it's like seventy-five percent Spanish speakers. Yeah, I think Shelvick was Shelvick was the one that was pretty much asked out like for most of the game, like he didn't understand what was going on. But I mean, that's no different than most games. Uh, so. No, I, I mean, I don't know what what happened. I mean, you, you see this happen time and time. Teammates like jaw at each other, especially but they like, had to be separated. Uh, Palenta like had to pull back Jonathan. I, th- I think maybe it's the alt right in Bingham that was like, you know, why you just throwing that alt? He's like, <laughs> he's like, you know what? Fucking, they don't need food on the border, motherfucker. Wow, <laughs> this is this is this is what happens when Ben just has has the opportunity to talk for most right, of the episode. He, he, that's what happens, man. You know what? Maybe we, Bingham haircut. Maybe we should keep Ben off the mic. Yeah, <laughs> not anything worse. This, than, is, this is it's true. I'm I'm actually taking it away from you. Yeah, that is true. I'm yes. usually the one who is like has my foot in the mouth. Yeah, exactly, the Sandy the Hook. So I was playing a character. Okay. Yeah, I know you were. Um, what the hell were we talking? Oh yeah. Uh, so apparently they had the they kerfuffle. had some they had some uh, some words that were and then I guess being a, so did you read anything about it afterwards I couldn't I find anything it's uh, just yeah. people on Twitter who were at the game I guess yeah, after you, after you mentioned it to me I tried to look it up and I couldn't find anything and either. I think even even Guessman was like yeah he hadn't heard anything about it so so I mean that's good because it, it tells you number one that it wasn't a big deal and number two that that team is keeping it inside the team yeah you know so and it, it happens teammates you see teammates like I'm being all the time will. You know, get into arguments with like Gonzalez or any of his uh, other defenders, and so it's like it happens, man. It's, you're in a heated. Bingham just needs to learn how to speak Spanish. That's all. I'm pretty sure he knows something. No, he knows some Spanish. He has to. So yeah, he probably knows like Mike Pecky Spanish. That's about it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. All right, that let's was move, let's move on quickly yeah. from that. <laughs> uh, let's go to Big Tony's email. Yes, please, please get to Big Tony's email. Damn it! I, sorry, I have the I have a fucking cough that I've been dealing with for like I know, I two weeks. You have like plenty of drinks right there. I need. I'm gonna get you some hot tea next. That's time. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, all three of you were positive, and you were rewarded with the Galaxy win. Unfortunately, no one had any faith in David Bingham and the defense, as everyone predicted the G's would give up a goal, which definitely almost happened. Thank you, Saint Crossbar. Dude, wait, wait. I like how he's like, oh, no one had faith in Bingham. <laughs> in the de- how many goals did we give up in the last three games? I know it's, it's kind of <laughs> hard not to have. It's hard to have faith in that guy. After I know, come on, Big Tony, you've given up like twenty six goals in the last like five games. Yeah, jeez. Uh, I lost. Oh, so one point to everybody, which means no changes in the standings. Chris leads with nineteen points. Ben follows closely, and Ed trails at a distant ten. Double digits, baby. It's about time, man. I'm coming back. It's this is the comeback right now. You got just enough time to do it. Exactly. Uh, and before you start bragging about beating the listeners, keep in mind that you're receiving U.S. Open Cup bonus points, uh, something the listeners did not have the opportunity to do. Uh, so take away those bonus points. Chris would have 18, which would tie him with the leaders in the uh, in the listener prediction game. Ben would still be one point behind at 17, and Ed would trail even further back at 8. Man, why you got to bring us down, Big Damn. Tony? Why you got to bring them down, dude? God. Uh, 31 listeners participated in the midweek game, and 30 predicted a Galaxy win. Out of those 30, only three predicted the correct scoreline. Uh, our friend James Powell, 
uh, Andres, and Zerk. That's a great name. However, none of these three expected Zlatan to get both, which baffles me. Uh, as a team, we've scored 33 goals. 18 of them have come from Zlatan. So until we see other players start scoring regularly or a different strategy that uh, than just crossing the ball in, it might be safe to only predict Zlatan as a lone scorer for the remaining weeks. So with nine games left, Ethan and Richard C. Richard C. Uh, still lead with 18. Luis L. in second with 17. And in third with 16 are Danny and Walter. With their two points this week, James jumps up to 13 points. Good for sixth place, tied with four others. Zerks jumps up to 11 with two points this week. He is still trying to make up for missing multiple weeks. And Andres jumps up to seven points into a tie with Danny Munker. Uh, nine games left means a possible 27 points are still available. That means anyone could win, and nobody has embraced that more than... Tell me it's Andrew. Uh, no, no one, nobody has embraced that more than uh, Matt, who waited until the Dallas game to enter his prediction, his first prediction. He lacks his confidence. Uh, lastly, as a reminder, only one entry per person. That means you, Jesse Werner. Oh, Jesse Werner's fucking up, dude. Uh, even though both your predictions were actually the same, they came in nine hours apart and forced me to do some extra work. That could just be alcoholism. Yeah, that might be alcohol. Uh, so he says, please knock that off. Looking forward, Saturday evening, the Galaxy welcome to the ta- to town the third worst fans in the league as Seattle shows up. This will be the first meeting this year as the amazing MLS schedulers have the G's playing sat- Seattle this week, then again in two games. Last season, the G's split the season series with Seattle, losing up in Washington 5-0 and then getting some revenge here in L.A., winning 3-0. This year, Seattle has been looking pretty good. At one time, they sat comfortably in second, but much like the G's, had a bad run of form in Seattle's last five. They have earned four points with a loss-win, loss-draw, loss, which is only slightly worse than the G's. Or slightly, which is only slightly worse than the G's. I think it's supposed to be slightly better, right? I think slightly better because the Galaxy have only won once in the last five. Uh, much like the G's, Seattle played on Wednesday, but they ended up getting pounded by a uh, 3-0 by RSL. Seattle enters this match with a plus-one goal differential, having scored 38 goals and allowing in 37. The G's are slightly behind with a negative three goal difference, uh, letting in 36 and scoring 33. Will the G's be able to continue their form and get three more points, or will we see another drop-off and lack of effort this Saturday? Benjamin, what do you think? What do you what what predict? What's your lineup for for this weekend? Because we're probably going to see some more rotation, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you go back to. You're gonna have Corona because Corona's been off for two games now. You got to have him go in there. Yeah, I, you probably give Jonathan a rest, right? No, you don't give Jonathan a rest. You got oh, you because you're probably gonna give him rest against the Cruz Azul game. Yeah, yeah, you'll well the Cruz Azul game. Yeah, you'll play his second team. I think that you're gonna see. Um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me the way Shelvick played if they if they had the same back line. But um, I'm hesitant to say that because I don't think we've seen Shelvick have two good games in a row. You know, but honestly, it might have happened like once, like this year where he had like two good games. You almost kind of got to hope for it because the way that the the way that Gonzalez has been playing with Stares together, there's just there's nothing there between with the two. You know? Yeah. I mean, we're we're leaking goals, so I mean, you almost have unless you're going to put Gonzalez out to the left and completely fucking play him out of position. You you don't really. Or have do you give do you give Polenta the night off? And you have Gonzalez in there with uh, 
It's too tight, man, especially with this six-point game. If they, if it was an Eastern Conference team, I'd say maybe you do that. Seattle's but, a little beat up, though. They're missing, like, two or three players. They're missing two or three players. I think Marshall's injured, and I think that— um, I think Marshall's done for the year. Is he done for I the thought year? he got, like, an ACL tear or something. Dude, I don't know. I know he's injured, and then I know that Torres is out as well. Because the Peds. Yeah. Hey, dude. It is what it is, man. This Guy has was been such a weird a reason, MLS man. season. I think someone pointed it out on our Discord. Like— Peds and I know who would have thought that shit too. I mean, fuck, especially with a guy like him. Well, I guess it kind of makes sense. He is an older guy. He's probably looking to get any sort of some sort of advantage. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, shit. But come on, <laughs> it's not like 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 in baseball. I see. I understand these guys are doing it. They're making you know twenty, thirty million dollars a year. But I mean, what the guy's doing it on you the know, low end. Yeah, he's he's making what like. Six hundred yeah, thousand <laughs> at the, at the at the best. <laughs> See, that's why he doesn't get away with it because he can't get the good PEDs, you know. Yeah, he's he got like get, some like, all the good masking agents. He's the, got like the he couldn't get the horse, uh, like the horse uh, hormones. He had to get the cow hormones. Yeah, exactly. And then he got cold busted just right away. Yeah, Did I, yeah. But the cow. He's like, how'd you get mad cow disease, man? He's like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't know, man. Sharing a needle, man. He got cow AIDS. <laughs> Nice. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we had the same back line. I got to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you think of putting Araujo instead of Felcher to give Felcher a little break? You know, what? I think that makes sense. I honestly like the way that Araujo plays defense more than Felcher. Well, I mean, we, and we've or, talked about it. He's a better defender than Felcher is. Exactly. And that actually honestly makes me feel more comfortable. But fucking Scalotto is just like a f- balls to the wall, man. Just like go forward. That's, yeah. that's his whole philosophy. I mean, obviously you could tell. I mean, we have 13 wins and 11 losses. There isn't. Scalotto does not believe in a tie. There's no in between. Yeah, exactly. He's like he's the he's the football coach that like goes for it every fourth down. You know what I mean? He just he just plays those odds. He just he wants those three points. He's like you know if we if we lose three if we get three points two games and lose two games you know we're still ahead then tying you know four games. So yeah, I mean mathematically it makes sense to a certain extent. So I I think that you you probably you're definitely not going to see. Alvarez and Araujo start together again, I don't think. Um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe one of them starts, but I don't think both of them start. Uh, I I'm, I think you go back to um, a lineup you're pretty familiar with. You think we, we see the end, too? Well, do you, what about Joey Beers? I mean, Legette had a fantastic game. Do you? And, That's why, uh, man. But, you know what? Kitchen had a good game against D.C., it's but, like, do you put Jonah and Kitchen in there? I mean, you you, you, the, you can't the, rest Jonah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, but Kitchen is, again, he's dealing with some sort of I thought he pelvic was region I thought he, area. I thought he was okay. No, that's why he wasn't in the game last week or Wednesday. I thought that was just rotation why he wasn't in the game. No, they said back. he was. He had a pelvic issue. Damn. Um, I, again, I would I would run your your first teamers because you so know during you, the week you you have the League's Cup game against Chris Azul, but. So do you play? You're not gonna play. You're not gonna play Jonah in that game. No, you're not playing Jonah in the least cup. So I would, I would, I would, I would run pretty much the same lineup you're pretty familiar with. I want to see Legette and and Jonah again with Fabio ahead of him. Yeah, I want to see how that goes. So you, so you like Jonah, Jonah, Legette, Fabio, and then Antuna and Pavone. Yeah, and then Zlatan. Yeah, and because against the least cup, you play you know. Joe, and then you play Kitchen if he's if he's good to go. My only, fe- I mean, well, maybe that works because I mean, because the one good thing that Antuna does is he's he's always running. You know, he's always he 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 does not have issues tracking back because of his speed. And you gave him like so, so fifty five minutes yeah, of rest in the game. So exactly. So if Shelvick gets caught up field like he tends to do, you know, maybe that maybe that does work out. Well, 
So are you gonna switch Pavone and, and I would switch Antuna? Yeah. I would switch Pavone and Antuna. That's that's what they did when Antuna came in. Okay. So. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that's what you see. I, th- I think you probably see a pretty familiar lineup that you're used to and just uh, sprinkle in, like, a uh, rotation here and there. Yeah, and I, I was actually – I was surprised. that was one thing I was surprised with the Dallas game, how quickly those subs came. You know, it was like – Well, I think it was pretty noticeable that, that Araujo and, and Efren were not having great games. Yeah. But, I mean, we've seen GBS hold off on the subs even when players aren't. Dude, he's he's very much like well. a Bruce guy where he waits like the 81st, 81st yeah. 82nd minutes to make yeah, his first Yeah, that's why, like, when the first sub came at 60 minutes, I was like, damn. That, dude, it was quicker than that. It was like in the 50th minute. Was it the 50-something? Yeah, I think it was 55 minutes. Yeah. Whenever it went out. So, yeah. No, I mean, good. It's it's about time that he's making these tactical adjustments sooner. So, that's what, that's what we've all been, everyone's been yelling for. Well, yeah, I mean, and because you, you've had this thing with uh, with with fans on Twitter on social media that um, questioning GBS and his and his tactical, you know, awareness and if he can make the right calls in game to to influence a game. And then you've seen it, you saw it against Dallas that he's if he has starters on the bench and he's able to play, you know, the the B teamers or some of the, some of his B squad guys, and he could be able to bring on an Antuna Bear and squad. a Flavio Bear squad. Um, B squad, um, B gang. Sorry, you oh. know if, if he's able to bring in an Antuna and a Fabio, and and when it's not, nothing, nothing, you know, I mean that's, dude, that just I, man, I can't wait for friggin' Alessandrini to get back, man. Right, this is another another weapon that's gonna add to this team going into playoffs. Um, so yeah, so I, I say bring him in the back. I want to say Araujo starts. <laughs> sorry, sophomore. I, what? I just I was I gotta kick your Bingham in the back. Bingham in the back. <laughs> um Yeah, I want I wanna say Araujo, but uh, you know, he, he likes Felcher, man. So I mean I'd rather go with the Araujo. Yeah. He he but he, like we talked about him, he's just he's the balls of the wall, dude. It's yeah. like he just go forward, everyone's moving up, everyone's going forward. Um Stares and because, you know, Palenza's also on yellow card. Like he's on yellow card watch, so if he gets one more he's suspended. Um the last thing we need him is suspended for the next game after this. So, unless they count League's Cup, which they don't. Which they don't. So we uh, don't need him suspended for Chivas. No, so maybe maybe you put that into consideration and and start Gonzalez instead of Polenta. I don't know, man. Every point you need every single point. This rate is rate especially is home. So tight, yeah. Especially home points. You need so, to. You probably need to. Like I said on Tuesday, you probably need to win every home game. Yeah. Which is just fucking crazy. Yeah, man, it's 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 and it's always di- it's always difficult to predict lineups because GBS always like likes to throw in something. But then again, I mean, like before the season, I mean, the last after the seasons we've had for the last two years, the fact that we're fighting for second place in the West is crazy. Well, I mean, the difference between second and seventh and is is like three points. Yeah, it's insane. But still, the fact that that, that we're there, we're we're in that conversation. And, yeah, you know. Well, currently. Seventh, uh, eighth place, which is Dallas, has thirty six points, and Minnesota, who's in second, is forty one. So five points between second and eighth and place. And not making the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So it's it's insane, man. It's it, you can lose one it's game, gonna, it's gonna come and drop to, out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think we have one out of our remaining nine games. One of them is against Eastern Conference teams. So this is, I mean, this is, it's it's now or never. You know, they need to finish the year strong. 
or we could be on the outside looking in. It's very yeah. it's very easy to say if this team goes on like a three or four game slide like they have before, that we're not going to make the playoffs. I think I think we we get a little bit of easier schedule towards the end. Yeah, we do. We get yeah with Montreal and Vancouver and Houston and Sporting. Yeah, and Sporting um, and Colorado. So I mean, it's there's a lot of winnable games. Yeah, we 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 sh- like like we talked about on the Tuesday show. We should get twenty points out of these remaining games. Yeah, well, I think I do. think so. We're at currently we're sitting on forty points. Every time we say shit like this, every time we start to go positive, every time we start to think anything positive about this team, they take a fucking because they're so shit. inconsistent, man. Yeah, they just shit the bed. Uh, it's hard to be positive, man. Life's tough. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Life's tough, man. If she, I wish I wish we had cameras because I wish they just could have seen like. <laughs> Your your face go from happy to sad. I was like, oh, sad Ed. Oh, so hey, um, so want to talk predictions? Well, the, for, first of all, I'm just gonna ask you this. We we maybe we've said this two or three times. Is this a turning point? Is this a game that the galaxy can look at and say, okay, you know, our season is gonna be different from here on out? Because I think a lot of people were asking that after the Dallas game. People were were saying that after the LFC, LFC game, game. Yeah. yeah, and then we lost three games in a row. Uh, I think if you Beat Seattle, I think it's definitely a turning point. So you look back. If we beat Seattle, you look back on Dallas and say that it was definitely a turning point. Yeah. if Because this is this is the time to make the run. Yeah, this is when Bruce would start would really start to make the run. Well, like three games ago after LAFC because well, it's August, you know? Yeah. He is Mr. August. Uh, no, I mean, I, th- I definitely think if you, if you beat Seattle, who is, um, you know, top four – in the, in the West, for sure. You beat them on Saturday. I think it's definitely a turning point. But like we said, you have to win. You have to win the remaining of your home games, uh, and then get some points on the road for sure. Yeah, it's very doable. Yeah, I mean, again, your home games. And w- when you look at Seattle, when you look at this, is just the Seattle game. I mean, Seattle and the Galaxy are very similar. I mean, what they're at one point five six points per game. Through 39 games, we're at 1.6 points per game through 40 games. Or through, I'm sorry, 40, not games. So they're 1.56 points per game for 39 points. We're at 1.6 points per game for 40 points. So, I mean, it's marginal difference. They have 11 wins versus our 13. The only difference is the fact that they actually tie games here or there. You know, they still have eight losses, so it's not like they're, you know. They're not unbeatable. Playing fantastic exactly. soccer. So and like Tony said in his email, you know their goal difference is a plus one. So very similar teams, very evenly matched. I think the I think us being at home is is going to help, especially since the since Seattle had a midweek game as well. Yeah. So. And they had a midweek. Uh, they had a midweek, midweek game were in they, Salt Lake. Were they in Salt Lake? Yeah, they have away games for the next three games. So they were away to RSL, their way to us, and they have then their way to Portland the week after. Damn. Or on Friday, I think. Schedule yeah, so maker. the Friday after. Yeah, we're talking schedule makers, how they kind of screwed us, how like we have an East Coast trip, a midweek game, and then a Saturday game. They can't just switch that to like a Saturday, Wednesday, and then Sunday. It's it's, mean, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's it's freaking it's ridiculous. The cadence schedule, it's it's definitely not in favor of any of the teams. Uh, no, I mean I understand that, but there's no there's it's it's stupidity. So why not start in February? Well. You can't start in February. I mean, half the country is still covered in snow. And as much as we love the sport. Countries all around the world play, 
playing snow? <laughs> yes. They literally played the, the true, U.S. game where true, they played literally true. where they had to like settle down, shovel the the lines out. Hey, settle down, Westervelt. Settle down. We are not the MLS is. Hey, man, open the pyramid, dude. <laughs> MLS cannot play through the winter. Why People not? won't show up. They won't. People will not show up. What in places like Columbus? Because they show up in fucking droves over there. They won't. Well, yeah, New England, New York. Because they, yeah, yeah. The Red so, Bulls are so, the Red Bulls are really packing so that stadium, if, aren't if you they? Th- exactly. If you think it's bad now, how bad do you think it's going to be? You know, in a game that's four degrees. That's not you my know? problem. I, I live. It I live should on, be your problem. You like this league. You I, li- this I live league on the succeed. West Coast, man. That ain't exactly. my problem. So why don't you start them away for like the first three games of the year? They are. They actually are going to start earlier next year. They're going to start like two weeks. So I think they are going to start in February next year, late February. Because this this like playing twelve games in two months is is so stupid. Yes, but you also, I mean, they stopped for two weeks for what the Gold Cup? What the fuck was that? Well, I mean, they stopped, quote unquote, stopped. Even though there were still teams playing during the Gold yeah, Cup, but still, I like the Gold Cup, especially the Gold Cup is useless as it is. It really is, but um, yeah, they they shouldn't have stopped for the Gold Cup unless it's unless it's a a World Cup or a combined like Copa America, yeah. you know, whatever. Who cares? Anyways, so back so 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 this game here, this Seattle game, will decide whether or not our turning point was Dallas. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, way to hedge your bets. Yeah, right. Uh, but I think uh, you know, again, Seattle is not unbeatable. They've lost eight times already this year. Uh, I think I think it's definitely winnable for us. Yeah. So speaking of hedging your bets, and, and again, they they have guys who are, are banged up and they're 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 not playing with their full strength team. So obviously, because Vegas has us as pretty decent favorites. Let's hear it, Ben. So our odds are the the Galaxy are a plus one hundred six, which I mean. Not fantastic, but I mean, I'll take that. You know, almost even money odds. Um, and Seattle is a plus two thirty. The draw is at a plus two sixty. The projected score. This is what kind of threw me and threw you too when you first saw it. The Galaxy are projected at a two point two, and Seattle's projected to less than a goal at a zero point eight. If you are a betting man and you like the over under, Ed, I'll be I'll be in Vegas this weekend, so maybe I'll put in some uh, some bets. So the over under is three. What do you think on that? Three goals, over under total goals. Um, I think the Galaxy starting to feel themselves a little bit, especially with like Pavone coming in. I can see three goals, man. You can see three goals. I can see more than three. I think this game definitely goes over. I think if that that actually may be the smartest play on the entire game is to is to play the over. In fact, you could probably get really a really good number for if you take the Galaxy and the over. So, but if you are a betting man and you like the LA Galaxy, the best money line on the Galaxy is at Bovada at a plus one hundred. So, say I put in a bet, right? Okay. And the, so I, if it's the over three, that means the right. the entire score is like so three to two. That would be you'd win. Okay. Yeah, it's the total score. So, what score. would what I, what's like the minimum I have to put? You whatever you most play most sports books. Don't really have a minimum. I mean, they're gonna kind of look at you funny if you go in there and try and bet a couple bucks. Like, what if I just put, like slap a twenty on it or something? Yeah, slap a twenty on it. Now, can you explain to me what parlay is? Parlay is when you put two games together and you get higher odds. Okay. So you have to win them both to cash in. So if you win one and tie the next one, then you, it's a losing ticket. Okay. So you have to win them both. But you could probably get some pretty decent odds if you take the guy. Go, yeah, go slap a twenty on the Galaxy and the over. I'm, I'm telling do you. That. I'm gonna do that Saturday morning. Maybe I'll give you a twenty to slap on there too. I'll be uh because what's w- people if you hear this, send me a tweet at Ed the Zombie Thirteen. 
Where do you uh where where can you where can I play some MLS bets in Vegas? MGM, man. Aren't they partners with MLS now? Are they? Yeah, I think I'll MGM be, is I'm a staying partner. at the I'm staying at the park MGM so I can just go across the street. There you go. And so you're all the way down on that side of the strip? Yeah, I'm at the bottom. Yeah, you're at the yeah, bro, you it's like across from the Tropicana and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Hooters Hotel is like right over by there. Hey man. Hey. I could have some good ass wings though. It is what it is. If you go to if you go to five thirty eight <laughs> Um, it's it's actually five thirty eight has the percentages pretty close to what they had for Dallas. They they have the Galaxy at a fifty one percent chance to win Seattle at only twenty six percent. They have the a draw unlikely at twenty three percent, which is very. Usually they don't have the draw higher, or usually the draw will be more than the road team. So, but for some reason they kind of realize that hey, the Galaxy don't draw. They don't draw, so, so. yeah. Um, if you if you go th- this is the interesting thing if you go over to the overseas lines. The Galaxy are even bigger favorites. Most of the overseas lines have the Galaxy only at a plus 100. And that's the best that you'll find here in the U.S. is a plus 100. So, And if you're going overseas, if you go to um, to BetStars, you can even get almost 3-1 to one on Seattle. On Seattle? Yeah. So they're having Seattle's better odds than... Well, Seattle is a longer shot. A longer yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. So, yeah. So all signs point to a good game by the Galaxy. Like I feel like I want to put the 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 bet on the over three goals, and then for the th- like, what was the odds in Vegas? It was t- for the for Seattle win. For Seattle to win, yeah, it was a plus two. I think it was a two sixty or two forty five. Let me check real quick. It was yeah two forty five. So you bet uh, you better not take Seattle, fucker. That's terrible. I'm not. Terrible I'm not. Being. I'm not. Um. I want to go back to Big Tony's email real quick before we do predictions. He writes, at the beginning of the season... Oh, I guess it's... Never mind. This lightning round question. We'll get to that then. We'll get to that. Excellent. So we do have a lightning round question. We do have a lightning round question. Thanks to Big Tony. Two, I think. Um, then, so you're... You're supposed to go first because Chris isn't here. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. You're supposed to go first. No, because I got the I got the, the goal scorers right. Both slots on, baby. Yeah, but... I have but it in the, have, this, is, the, this is in the email from t- Big Tony. Okay, Big read, Tony, read it. Read in it. in red print, by the way, to make sure. <laughs> so that's like <laughs> it's the, it, no, we know that, that's the, that's the stuff that you don't say out loud. That's kind of like the behind the scenes. Whatever. Stuff. Uh, What's predi- it say? Prediction? prediction order for this game should be Chris, Ben, and Ed. Damn. But Chris isn't here, so Ben, you got to go first. I, I totally disagree. Um, Big Tony is the fucking boss, man. You listen to Big Tony. I know. I listened to Big Tony like the whole night at Chris's wedding. Um, shit. I want to say, I want to say two to one Galaxy win again. It's a good. But, that's a good scoreline, man. But for some reason, if I I feel like two things, I feel like I want to go positive, but I also feel like that's a big mistake. Like every time that I've believed in this team and like thought, yeah, you know, they're gonna take a step forward. This is it. They have totally crapped the bed. So, um, because I really think that this game could get, I think the Galaxy could go four to one. I really do. But um, just go with your heart, Ben. I fuck that. I'm gonna say two to one, Galaxy. All right, who's the goal scorers? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna do the same thing I did last time. I think it's gonna be Zlatan and Pavone. You think Pavone's gonna get his, his uh? I think first? He's, yeah, he's due, man. It's three games. Come on, he's due. It's, he's he's been playing for like it's his third game. He's got to get he's seventy five minutes. Yeah, he's got to get one, man. All right. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. 
over three goals. I'm going to go 3-2 Galaxy. Damn, I think you're crazy. I'm going to go 3-2 Galaxy. I think the goal scorers are two for Zlatan. And then I'm going to go Fabio with the third. That's a good call. Yeah. I like that. Well, I think Fabio's I don't. Gonna, I don't think we're giving up two, though. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I, I honestly think that you're probably going to – you might rest Polenta just because if he gets a yellow card, he's not going to be able to play against LAFC. I, I think at this point in the season, you can't even take that into consideration. You're, you're one game at a time. You are literally one game at a time. You need points every single game. Yeah. But then I, you're probably going to start Shelvick again. Yeah. And he's so bound. Who, he's who, bound to fuck up. Who's on Seattle's right? That's the. Uh, and again, if if you put Antuna over there, I mean, he, I don't know. it's 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 rough. It's rough, man. This team just trying to find any sort of consistency with this team. That's a thing. It's almost impossible. That's a thing. Um, I'm I'm gonna stick with my three two. I, I I think I'm happy with that. It popped in my head like instantly. I was like, all right, three two. And then right. Chris will post his prediction. I'm assuming on Twitter somewhere. Yeah, Big Tony will remind him. Even though you shouldn't remind anybody, Big Tony. If he doesn't remember himself, he should get the zero zero. He reminds people all the time, man. That's his job on Twitter, too. It's fine. Whatever. All right, let's move on to lightning round, then. Sure, what's Big Tony got to say? You want to play the, play the jingle? You keep you, sure. two times in a row now. Uh, just, just late. Uh, all right, so this is from Big Tony's email. Uh, he literally predicted. He uh, posted it as lightning round questions. At the beginning of the season, Ben predicted Bingham would have eleven or more clean sheets. I said ten. I thought you said ten too. I said ten. We might have to go back. To, we might have to go back on that. Uh, he currently has eight, which ties his total for last year. How many clean sheets will he end the season with? I think he still gets ten. I think he beats 10. You think he goes over 10? You think, think he goes, goes to 11? I don't think... Uh, there's there's teams who are going to be playing, at, especially at the end of the year, uh, who are bad, who are really bad. Yeah, but those bad teams are the teams we've struggled the most with. That is true. I, I think he gets I think he gets 11. Yeah, I think he gets 11. I think there's three I more guess, in there to I have. Guess, I, I, yeah, I think there's definitely three more to have. It's just whether or not... You know, this team... Actually, you know, I'm going to tell you this. If he does get to 11, I think that's a really good sign going into the playoffs. Because if he gets to 11, that means our defense is pretty... We've decided on who our defense is going forward. And they've stabilized. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. I mean, we get into the playoffs if we're two or three. You know, maybe even four. I'd say, but two or three for sure. I think we can make a deep run. Yeah, I think think you definitely uh, break your... your your prediction comes true if he, I think he's gonna get to ten at least. Yeah, I think so. Sure. I think you said ten for sure. We have to I go know back I said ten. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure it was ten. Because this whole year we've been thinking ten. Um, he also last year's last time played, two thousand one hundred forty three minutes and scored twenty two goals, a strike rate of one goal every ninety seven minutes. This year he has played eighteen hundred minutes and has scored eighteen goals, one every a hundred minutes. If he continues his pace, he will have 26 goals on the year. Will he maintain this pace, improve, or fall behind? Yeah, I was I was talking with a couple of people about this at the game, and oh, that's, 
You know, I mean, I want to say I mean, it's a total cliche, but I mean, it really depends on Zlatan and the the attitude he has coming into the game. Yeah, you know I mean, because he is capable of taking over any game he wants to. Oh, absolutely. It's just a matter of him wanting to. You know, does he have that desire? Does he have that in him that day? You don't think but, he, does he score eight more goals in nine games? I think he does. I mean, if if we and want, I, I'm not gonna say he's gonna score eight goals in nine games. Like like he'll get a goal in eight different games. I think he'll get the eight goals and you know probably six couple, different games. Couple braces, yeah, he'll have a yeah. couple of braces, maybe a hat trick or something. I think he does it. You have to have him score because there's no one else scoring. Yeah. So if we want to make it in the playoffs, he has to score at least eight goals in this next nine games. I know that's crazy. Damn. I mean, this team this team does look better, man. It was since Pavone's come on in the last two games. Yeah. They look. It, they look. They actually look dangerous going forward. Yeah. It's because the, Pavone. Takes people off his lot on. You have to respect him. It's much the same way that um, where the hell am I drawing a blank? The other Swedish guy we had, I think he was Swedish. Um, Ishizaki? No, 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 no. Before that, the year we won MLS Cup when Robbie Keane stole that goal from him. Oh, Wilhelmsen. Wilhelmsen. That's yeah. it. You know, just having him on the field, you had to account for him. It's the same thing with Pavel. Did having you really? Wilhelmsen. Yeah, <laughs> the other teams had to account for him. And the, uh, it, it, okay. He he. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. Anyways, it's, Pavone is a presence on the field that you have to account for. You can't just throw everybody back on Zlatan because you got no respect for Antuna or Araujo, you know, because you know Alessandrini is not going to be playing. Yeah, I'm um, like I said, you have to have Zlatan score, and if you if you want to make the playoffs, yes. So. To do anything, obviously, that's the one thing the Galaxy have proven this year is that Zlatan has to score. So I think I think he definitely gets above his mark from last year. Yeah, that's for sure. that's yeah, saying think, that he stays on on yeah. the field every every game and doesn't get himself sent off for some some odd reason or, or yells at the league for being shit again. So where's I don't think he's on he because since he already got a yellow card suspension, I don't think he's he's got to get two more to get another yellow card suspension, right? Yeah, I think so. I forgot how how many he has to get after the the five. Yeah, I think it's like. Two I think it's more. three, right? You have to get if you get three, then you serve another suspension. I don't know. Let's just hope it doesn't come down to that. No, no, no. Um, we need him on the field for every minute of every game, for sure. Um, I think that's all we have for lightning round. Did you have anything else, Ben? I was like, I don't think we had anything on the Twitter, right? Uh, no, I think so. We yeah. kind of sent it out late. Yeah. So no. Right. Good man. Do we have anything? Do we have a FIFA update or anything? We do have a FIFA update. So if you guys don't follow um, at Squadcast FIFA on Twitter, uh, there was an update sent out today, um, maybe like an hour ago, I think. Um, and you should have, if you were not following, and you are a member of of who was played last season, um, what are you doing? Uh, so get on that. Oh God damn it! Where's oh here it goes. Um, so while the promotion final is being played, um, they posted the Google Docs. Um, so the season six, it's all G's. So literally everyone's playing with the Galaxy team. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So no, no complaining. So there of is like, no handicap. Basically. Exactly. No complaining about like, oh, they have a better team than I do. Dude. So who's gonna dominate? I mean, is Decline playing in this? Because isn't he like, isn't he a strong player? Um, I don't think he. Because I think I know he's getting married. How bad? Soon. How bad is Jerry Bear just gonna like destroy people? So, there there's groups, right? They, that uh, that I, I'm assuming Hugo put all this together, um, and I think is that they're actually doing an Xbox 
Really? Uh, won the season. So if you do have an Xbox One, um, go to Squadcast FIFA. I think he posted it out there too. Hey, if you guys want to, because I think there, there's a bunch of people who are like, hey, I have Xbox. We did it. So actually, doing an Xbox One too. God bless Hugo, man. He's doing I, the Lord's work. Doing out the Lord's there, work. Uh, but they're actually breaking down in groups, and I think they put Jer Bear and Andrew in the same group. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to go, you can yeah, see... The, the, that's not FIFA corrupt or anything right there. No. <laughs> um, you can go see uh, where you are in the groups. Uh, I know there's going to be a waiting list, too. So if you want to join, because people drop out of time, this guy. Um, yeah, you can get on the waiting list. So if if someone drops out, then you it's, can... It's just crazy to me that we have waiting lists. For the... Hey, man. People people, people about the FIFA, dude. Hey, man. They love it. Uh, but yeah, so again, you can, you can go on Twitter and follow Squadcast FIFA. And you get all those updates. And if you want to join the waiting list, um, you know, hit them up. DM, slide in their DMs. You better be careful if you say how you say slide into the DMs, especially when Jer Bear is concerned. Oh, man. He's going to get all the dick pics. <laughs> At Jer Bear. At Jer Bear. <laughs> uh, no, don't do not do that. Don't do that. Uh, I think that's it for us tonight. Wow, we went Dude, an hour we're, we're going to be on time. Yeah, we're actually an hour and a half. Uh, Benjamin, where can they find you on the socials, man? You can find me on the socials at DT Radio Ben. You can email the show, show at riotsquadcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail, which we haven't had in a while. Outside of Andrews, I don't think we have any voicemails. Oh, yeah. But you can leave us a voicemail after the game, during the game, before the game. Uh, leave it to us at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. If you call from the parking lot and you're drunk, you're pretty much you're sure gu- to get You're on. guaranteed to get on. Yeah. Well, I won't guarantee anybody because... I will guarantee you'll get on. <laughs> Very good. I'm your husband now. <laughs> if I ever cut stuff, that's one thing I'm going to cut. Yeah. Um, I know he's not here, but you can follow Chris on Instagram and Twitter at zerocool138. Where, 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 where else can you find him? Um, Untapped, I think, is the Untapped, one he always talks about. Yeah. Which is like... And on PlayStation. Play- and- oh, the, yeah, everything. You can find him everything on zerocool138. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. Uh, you can also find the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You just search Riot Squadcast. Make sure you guys are liking our posts. Um, when we go live, sharing and hitting the like button is greatly appreciated, and that helps us a lot. Uh, so go do that. Also, go to the website, RiotSquadcast.com, where we have our T-shirt. We have the write-ups from Jamie Bacon. Um, and if you go to Patreon.com slash RiotSquadcast, which there's a link from RiotSquadcast.com. You can find all that stuff there. Uh, that great, you help support the show. Um, and if you go to LARiotSquad.org, uh, you can sign up for 130ASC. Check your emails from the, from the Riot Squad because they do have information about this weekend's uh, tailgate and also about the Chivas Away lottery giveaway or how to how to get your, your entry in there. So go check that out. And I think that's it for this week. That's it, man. We're all good. We're good. We're out. We're out this piece. Uh, I will be in Vegas this weekend uh, celebrating my first wedding anniversary. So you have Venmo, right? If someone wants to place a bet, they can just Venmo you. Or just give me money. If you just want to give me money, All right. I will be in Vegas. So I don't know if it would be a good thing to send me money uh, when I'm in Vegas and probably That's drunk true. off my ass. Yeah, exactly. I will be obliterated. That, I told myself this weekend I'm going to get fucking blackout drunk. And on that note, I will talk to you guys next week. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch. Woo!